We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 181 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned for a hopefully, hopefully non-political short rundown of science, tech, and, and what else? Because we, we like to talk about things that are non-political from time to time. So um, events of the day that are non-political. So what do you have? Well, It's I'm good gonna... to see you. First of all, how are you? Me? Yeah. As always. As always. Yeah. Healthy. Happy. Uh -huh. You don't have the new variant of, of COVID. You know, we, we talked yeah, about no, that. No, no I'm, trying, yeah, okay. I'm trying to not get it before Friday. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I've got to keep away from that. I've got loads to do. Lots to do. School started again. So, hey-ho. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, right. Just an update. And then, basically, the moon info, yeah? China's still got its rover running around doing its radar searches, as normal. India has started sampling soils, moon soil and stuff like that. And it's uh -huh. also found sulfur on the moon. Okay. Yes, it's found some sulfur. That's been reported back. Russia obviously had its crash. They've planned the Lunar 26. They've also planned the Lunar 27, which will have a drilling rig. And they've also planned the Lunar 28, which will bring all their samples back. So they've got, a, they've got something churning over in the background. The uh, SpaceX sent their new crew up to the ISS. That all worked out. Did they after make it? Delay. Yeah, did they make it? I, I did see the yeah, launch. Yeah. They, everything went. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They're yeah. all up there, and uh, you got the return lot. And Russia did a good supply with their Progress eighty five, so they sent all the goods up. So they're still working in tandem with each other. Um, is their supply? I'm just curious. Is their when they send one up? I know ours is all automated. Is theirs automated as well? The Russian one, yeah, yeah. it's totally automated. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's the old Soyuz. It's the old yeah, the Soyuz, Soyuz rocket, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all automated at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's very true. Um, NASA and the Japan joint thing got suspended again. Japan seems to be having problems. Few setbacks. That's their launch of the H one one A rocket. That was the. Um, Basically, that was going to be two things. That was like the orbiter and the lander for the moon sort of thing. It was called Slim and x -Rism. Uh So that's all on stop at the moment. NASA's plan for their Lunar Trailblazer satellite, which was, I think it was built, designed and built by um, Lockheed Martin. That's it, Lockheed Martin. Uh, that should be going up with a share ride in 2024. That's near completion. And the instruments, the ca well, the camera for it, because this is basically going up to, obviously, 
another thing to look at the moon to see what minerals and stuff is out there the actual camera and stuff was made by oxford university in the uk so that's so that's like the way the uk's contribute to it and that's mainly for a water search and wherever else they can find nasa also has its orion spacecraft um and going this is once again it's a lockheed martin but it's also with the uh, european service module that's esm this is supposed to be set up to carry people this man missions to the asteroids and mars so that's the orion design that's yeah, nasa's okay. I, orion design. yeah i did hear nasa talking about that a few years ago yeah yeah so that's near completion now they also have this lovely little idea which they've got this cartoony thing of how it's all going to work is the MAV, the Mars Ascent Vehicle. So basically, because you've got, um, oh, what's that darling little thing called that's going around the road from Mars? Perseverance. It's been going around there, getting samples and everything, but now they're going to want to get it back. So they've got this um, lightweight rocket design, right? So it's basically, it's called the Mars Ascent Vehicle, and this rocket is supposed to, this module is supposed to go down to Mars. It's only The rocket's only going to be about 10 feet tall. And it's solid propellant one. And then it will basically collect the samples, take it up to an orbital, which the orbital side will be designed, I think, by Europe. And then it'll come back to Earth. And this is all planned for 2028. So um, they call it Earth Return Orbiter. And it's it's the actual, it's the uh, European Space Agency's setup, that is, with NASA. And obviously it's going to land at the same site that the per Perseverance started from, which was, I think it was the Jezero Crater. Yeah, so, but yeah. So that's a, so that'll be getting information back. But it's like all space programs, years of planning, years ahead, you know, and this is what a lot of people, why, why a lot of people don't follow it? Because the, nowadays, people are all for the now, you know? No, if it's not happening tomorrow, I'm not interested. Well, it's you not. Even, I mean? It's not even that. The attention spans have dropped so much. Yeah. It's like people. Yeah, we we were doing some uh, some analytical things. I was telling you about uh, around a month or two ago, and it's it's incredible how short the attention spans are. It dropped even again yep. from what we had noticed before. It's incredible. Well, they don't have the interest in it. It's like but this is how they want it. I mean, um, no, I'm not going to go there because it'll turn into a political thing. I'm going to shut up there. <laughs> I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay along these lines. Um. NASA put a, a new, um, uh, uh, created a new sensor, <laughs> monitor for versus air pollution from space, real-time monitoring of air pollution levels. It's called Tempo. So uh, we can monitor the air, the air pollution on the surface from space. In real time, in around real time. all your U.S. cities and everything else. Okay. Yeah, it's called Tempo. It's called tropospheric emissions. Um uh where is it monitoring of pollution instrument it measures the nitrogen oxide concentrations the ozone formaldehyde aerosols water vapor and there's uh, several other trace gases that you can look into um it's in a geostationary orbit so basically what that means is is that when it goes up it matches the um spin of the earth so it seems to be stationary so it's moving at the same speed yeah so it's there so it's up there to monitor it'll be up about 20 or 22,000 miles i think it's going to be up something like that and it they mounted it on um a commercial telecommunications satellite um intelsat intelsat communication Intel. satellite yeah uh, that one I don't know. I the sat the sat provider the satcom provider I use is called Inmarsat. Is that is that the one? 
No, it is Intel okay. Sat 40E, whatever it is. Okay. Um, that one I've not heard of. Apparently, basically, how, how, how it measures stuff is it measures the reflected sunlight, yeah, that, that sort of um, scatters off Earth's surface, and they can tell what sort of gas is due to the wavelength of light. And they can tell what you know the concentrations of it during the different times. It's, it's a real time thing. I mean, people can go and have a look on because NASA's very good with its information. It likes to show you exactly what's going on. Their website is really, really good. Just for a chuckle, um, you know, <laughs> um, this isn't political, but you know, there's a big thing about UFOs at the moment all over the shop. Yeah, the UFO fog. You know, and yes, they just and stuff opened. Like that. Yeah, the U.S. government, as a matter of fact, on that uh, today, they just started an official public viewing UFO website. Yes, they have. Basically, it's uh, if I if I've got it right, it's All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, the AARO. Yes, I believe that's the one. Yes, and it's office at the Pentagon. Uh, there's a Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. He's the office's director. The website will be used to inform the public about the office's findings as well as a way for the public to report sightings of UFOs. But they don't call them UFOs anymore, do they? They call them UAPs. Yeah, UAPs, unidentified, aerial, whatever, yeah. Unidentified anomalous phenomena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible how they, they turn all this stuff. And it, it, we, we, just, we just need a little nudge into turn our own imaginations against ourselves, don't we? And they do a great job We just that. need a new heading for a paper. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we just yeah, we, and we need to duplicate it so we can get some funding. Get that faucet turned on. That's what you asked me to think about, right? Was talk about because you you asked me about the Chinese um, space station. Yes, and and I did find somebody who was actually looking at it. Okay, well, like and that was Australia. Uh, no, Australia. They have right in Australia. There's a company, right? that have, it's called HEO Robotics, and they specialize in non-Earth imaging. Basically, this is um, using space-based sensors to acquire images of objects of interest in orbit. So they go, they've got little robotic sensors that look around at all the satellites up there, and okay. this Australian company does that and gives out the information to whoever requires it. And basically, the um, the Chinese one, it's like it's got a long central module, and then it's got two smaller modules that go off it, and then it's got some solar arrays. Yeah? They released those images. God, it took me a while. I only managed to get them in the last couple of days. They actually published them up um, at the end of August, and they've been... The images that they've got go back from July when they first started to do stuff. Yeah, so that that's what I know about the Chinese one. You could go to China and you could get all their rhetoric and whatever they want to oh, tell they'll you. Give you all the propaganda, yeah. I had to. I, I wanted to find an external, an external input to mm, it. So yeah. um, India, on the back of their um, uh, success on the moon, they're now going to send a solar probe up. They're going to start looking at the sun. Okay. That's going up. Yeah, beginning yeah, of September. So they're doing all sorts of things. Uh, you did ask about SpaceX. They're doing something in October with NASA. Now, there's an asteroid called Psyche, yeah? P-S-Y-C-H-E, yeah, in there, right? And NASA want to send a mission out to that to have a look around it for some reason. I haven't got any inf more information, but that's going to happen at the beginning of October, apparently. The SpaceX is going to be the um, launch module for that one. 
As for the next test flight for the SpaceX Starship, there still isn't a set date on that, but they're, apparently they're doing loads of changes and whatever because they um, self-destructed the last one, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Was, uh, it looked like it was going okay. I remember I, I watched it live. It looked like it was going okay for uh, up until the point where it, it didn't release. To- it didn't yeah. release. That's the yeah. problem. It didn't release. They, yeah, it started doing all kinds of crazy yeah. flips and turns. So and it it, w- else, it so. wouldn't release away from, so they just detonated it. Yeah. Um, he's still putting those Starlink satellites up. Um, yeah, he just sent, I think they have 7,000 up there now. I saw the other day. Yeah. Um, I'm still looking into SpaceX and stuff, but there's a couple of um, judiciary things going on with SpaceX. One with your government and one with an ecological society of something because you know where they got their launch pad and stuff and Mm -hmm. uh, the ecological societies or whatever are saying well you didn't quite say it was going to be this damaging or whatever when you first were so they've got that so uh, i think your judiciary your government judiciary is going after something to do with which really is annoying because with something like space missions and everything, this is a specialized job. This is where you want people that are going to fit in and mix as a team, yeah? And I think they're going at SpaceX because of something to do that they weren't going to hire um, yes. immigrants or yeah. something else. Asylum seekers, yeah. Yeah. So they weren't I mean, going to hire pers- them, yeah. personally, personally, I would like my people to be rock solid. I and want you should my have people. a choice. Yeah, exactly. You should have a choice I, as an employer. You should, yeah. I, I want the people that I hire to be the best qualified for that position. I'm 100% in the all-in when it comes you, to meritocracy. You cannot afford a little twitch because no. people die. No. So you, you personally, cannot. that is a stupid thing. This is a political move by some idiot somewhere. Oh, yeah. And um, later on, I think 8th of September, not long from now, Mm-hmm. Galactic Virgin Galactic Three is going to do a flight. Who's going up they're on this a, one? I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But apparently they've planned that in. So they've okay. got somebody. I'm, I'm actually. I'm yeah. I'm curious because at last I heard the company had gone bankrupt and then they are filed all of for a sudden, bankruptcy and all then of a they're, sudden they're there's up a resurrection, there isn't there? Yeah. I know. Did Branson sell one of his islands or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you know, like um, I mentioned, moon soil samples and things like that. I was going to really go into a little bit of a moon thing because I just thought moon soil, it's not exactly, moon soil isn't like earth soil. No, it's like but dust you, or something, isn't it? Yeah, well, the thing is, we know they're looking for water, don't we? Yeah. So that's what they're all marching around up there for. But then they don't actually know the proper composition of everything. Now, if you take, well, you call it moon dust, all the grey stuff here, that that goes from something like four meters in depth to 15 meters in depth. Depends whether you're in what they call the highlands or not. But because the moon has been um, bombarded by meteorites and it obviously gets bombarded by the solar winds, cosmic rays and everything. But because it's meteorites and hasn't got really much of an atmosphere, the soil isn't quite, it's not the same as terrestrial soil. Terrestrial soil is organic whereas moon isn't. So it's it's more like everything's held together by glass because of all the heat and the impact. So it's more, uh, I suppose you'd call it sharp. And apart from that, there's quite a lot of iron in it. So you could probably actually, 
I don't know, remelt that down and repurpose the actual dust you've got there for, I don't know, for foundations or whatever. That, that that's, the, that's one of the possibilities, I suppose. Um, but there's no organic matter. The interesting thing about, there's so much to think about. It gets your mind thinking. You've got the solar winds, and because the solar winds come from the sun, so most of that's going to be like uh, hydrogen and helium, isn't it? Because of the process of how the sun works. So you've got that impact in the surface. And obviously, how is that going to affect the actual constitution of molecules there and whatever? Cosmic rays, I mean, those those electrons and subparticles, they're traveling at next the speed of light sort of thing. And do you know that they <laughs> they found a way, it's a sort of a basic way but they they started to use what these these cosmic rays seem to leave grooves in things and they seem to use that as a way of dating stuff on the moon you know rocks and stuff like that and you know it, it's quite interesting but um i was thinking a name for it dust regolith that's what they call it regolith lunar regolith and that basically is about all the dust and all the particles because they could be from very very small to boulder size and it's just because what's what's there from the impact and they've got another name for um oh oh i forget the name it, it, it means basically um everything's held together you know like the glass that holds it all together but um yeah i'll forget the name of that to begin with it's a it's a very strange word so much research needs doing Yes, they're looking for water, but with all these, you don't even, if they, it's been it's been impacted by all these meteorites. I mean, I like to see the moon. It's been our guardian, really. It's been, it, the amount of impacts that it looks like it's had on it, it must have saved the Earth a few times at least. And what those meteorites probably contained within them is now on the moon, you know, embedded in that dust. We talked about, uh, what was it on the last podcast? Uh, well, the last podcast we talked about, uh, or you mean the last one of these we did, or are you talking about no, the last? The, bit, the last one, the last big one. When, uh, uh, well, it was a lot of COVID. A word begin with C. Coincidences. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's it. Coincidences. I'm just trying to remember that name. Pop there just made me giggle about last one. Coincidences. But these coincidences, how many coincidences were needed for us to come into existence? Okay, we've got the moon, but... Can you remember back in, was it 1994 when Jupiter, because Jupiter drags in so much. I mean, our solar system, you've got the inner planets and then you've got the outer planets. And Jupiter is, is one big mother and it is our best friend because it's so big and it's got such a gravity well. The amount of comets and meteorites that it's dragged into its own atmosphere. Yeah, remember in... Um, yeah. 1994. It's 1994, and it was called the the Shoemaker. Was it the Shoemaker comet or something? There were a couple I remember back in the 90s that came pretty close, and I remember you could go outside. I remember as a kid, I, I would go outside at night, and you could see them, and, and it would be like this massive white streak in the sky, and you could actually yeah, see the you know the tail coming off of it. The Shoemaker had so much big debris. There's at least seven large pieces, and Jupiter stuck them in and it stopped them going into the inner planet area mm -hmm. and you could actually see and we looked it at months the actual disturbances in jupiter's atmosphere amazing that was just something to see and it's it's big th it, it, it's those big planets like jupiter and even saturn that have possibly the amount of times that those 
Biggins must have ragged stuff and stopped going into the the area of the inner planets. It's 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 amazing. I mean, yeah, coincidences that how many coincidences? Amazing. It, it, it I I think it's brilliant. It just gets the imagination going. I'll tell you what. Here you go. Here's something for you. I've just remembered something from a long time ago. The making of the solar system. Do you know after Saturn, there's two other planets, isn't there? Yeah. Neptune or Uranus and Neptune, there's, yeah? And Pluto. There's yeah, three. Pluto. I'm glad you called Pluto a planet. Yeah, Because I never did like them saying it isn't a planet. Yeah, it is. They, de- they declassified it, didn't they? Yeah, well, what the hell do they know? Yeah, well, what the hell do they know? Do you actually realize that there's a very high possibility that Neptune and Uranus changed position, orbital positions? How's that possible? Time? Exactly. Right in the early days and stuff. Like everything's that. locked into. Well, there, there's been. Like, we can only theorize about what's going on with. Um, yeah. Uh, with is it is it Uranus that's that's tilted sideways or is it? Yeah, it is. That's the one that's yeah. it's tilted it's, on it. Uh, so we. Well, yeah, but not to not to that level. This one's actually not to such a degree. Yeah, yeah, this one's actually 180 degrees tilted. Like it's. Well, apparently, yeah. apparently, this there is this wonderful theory. And it, oh, this is quite a very old one. That when they started to work out, oh, how could this work? Unless this came into bit, something's changed position or whatever. And they reckon Neptune and Uranus changed position at some time, orbital positions. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I, I find it all fascinating. Just what needed to happen for everything for us to be here, and. I find it fascinating because I'm I'm bloody grateful. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, it's, no, it's a really in, really good thing. Yeah, yeah. We're we're in what's called the uh, the sweet spot for for life to be able to exist here. Yeah, yeah. In the solar yeah, system, it's, it's it's very uh, rare. What they call it something zone, doesn't it? Yeah, sweet spot. Because it's at that point, it is just at that specific area within the solar system. It allows the existence of water in liquid form and everything else and yeah i mean the amount of things that had to just to make it all work oh life as we know it there could be other life out there in different forms but yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah yeah uh, wherever yeah. gates is from for example I'm, i know we're not going to get political but wherever he's from i'm sure that uh well you mean he's been exiled from somewhere already that he had uh, to come here what else would there is think? a possibility there is a possibility what else could one conclude yeah no yeah no one wants him back yeah can you imagine him in the space program? Good Lord. Uh, anyway. I can imagine him in a very space somewhere. Oh, I can imagine him in something. Anyway, space in jail. Don't, so. don't. You brought him into. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's just, yeah, comedic humor at the end there. All right. Well, it's uh, it's been a it's been a great non-political conversation with the exception That's of right. what I just did. I love talking about astrology. We never get to do it that often. It used to be a great topic when I was uh, when I was growing up as a kid and I'm kind of upset that not a lot of people take an interest in it these days. You know, not as much as they should. It's the future. It's where it's all going. No matter what's going on in the moment here, all the big countries, no matter where, are still pushing out there, pushing towards. And yeah, they've got their own agendas. Everybody wants to buy the cake. That's a new wild west. I just hope they treat everything with respect. Yes, the Chinese. They've been great about treating areas Mm -mm. that they conquer with respect. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm shining up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and call this one done. Great conversation, my friend. We'll see you on on Monday. So thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone. Have a great evening. Bye, everybody.